everyone welcome to Netpo's very own podcast series the martech beat i am your host niharika and joining me today is a very special guest mr samee jain who is the digital marketing head at maxlife insurance during weekdays and a voracious traveler by weekends he believes in continuous improvement by spending time every day to outwork and outgrow himself welcome samee hi niharika thank you for the lovely introduction hi everyone um, looking forward to an engaging conversation today over to you niharika absolutely thrilled to have you join us today so um i'm just going to send the context for our listeners for today's discussion uh, i just want to start by applauding everyone for such a swift adaptation to the new normal like we're all embracing the work from home culture and how marketers you know like yourself took up the challenge of going all digital to push on with the business i think covid truly affected all industries and left us with a lot of things to reconsider especially with marketing strategies you know we saw how many people um, are now moving towards the whole empathetic route and now have a desire for securing one future um, you know uh, that took precedent and became a priority for people uh, i believe the customer is more evolved and asks for a more customized approach from marketers and expects them to understand his needs considering this we here to talk to samir who will be giving us the right and razor sharp go tos for a successful marketing strategy for the insurance sector now i'm just going to come back to how the customer uh, is behaving and how they're evolving these days so samir what were the changes in customer behavior that you observed while engaging digitally in the past year a lot of them harika in fact uh, and you know just to go back to what you were saying i i truly believe the world will never be the same again i think uh, we've all adapted to the new reality and uh, uh, businesses uh, which were shy of going digital have uh, now truly gone digital and uh, you know actually are able to leverage the benefits out of uh, some of these changes that they made in their business uh, for us specifically uh, the changes that we saw in consumer behavior were um, insurance became top of mind for our target group Uh, primarily due to covid uh, environment and you know basically it gave people time to think about bigger decisions in life and insurance usually you know is is a bigger decision in life you you only think about it you know in your free time when you actually pondering over you know what to do uh, with your life what's going right what's not and so on uh, that's one thing that changed the other thing that we observed was that uh, more and more uh, consumers were browsing our products late evening Uh, and the traffic in uh, consumer intent post 6 pm significantly spiked uh, uh, you know our hypothesis is that this is happening due to the work from home environment because people are not actually traveling to and fro uh, to their office and their evenings were relatively free the third thing that we noticed was um, connectivity for outbound calling increased Uh, in fact you know what this was counter intuitive to what we were actually thinking because uh, most of our call centers uh, were now working remotely from home and uh, we were actually thinking that connectivity is going to go down but it actually increased uh, probably because of relatively free mind space i noticed for myself as well you know i was picking up most of the inbound um, uh, calls from unknown numbers that i was getting and then 
you know after i was picking up the calls i was realizing whether it was a re- relevant call for me or not but i was i ended up picking most of the calls so i think that's what's happening for consumers as well mm-hmm. uh, the last thing that we uh, saw was that uh, whatsapp has evolved as a significant channel for reaching out to our prospects uh, you know uh, uh, we've experienced that uh, the response rates on whatsapp has significantly shot up uh, probably because that's one mode of connectivity for everybody today uh, while people are working from home right very interesting uh, point you raised that you know post 6 pm people became more receptive to picking up phone calls um, i think uh, i completely resonate with that point because uh, people were generally freer like you said there was no traffic or no uh, you know travel time so people could actually engage now with the you know usually the hundred of uh, hundreds of calls that we would generally you know ignore we were actually now engaging so i think that's a very critical uh, development that happened considering that what were your primary challenges and how did max life address the whole dynamic change in the customer behavior only through the digital touch points um so uh, insurance primarily is is a touch and feel uh, category right and uh, historically uh, even today the largest chunk of our business uh, is where an agent actually meets up with uh, you know the prospects family and uh, you know builds a relationship uh, talks about financial planning and then gets to the actual sale uh, and hence uh, it it was a big change for our industry uh, like all other traditional industries uh, so to say however we we were better placed than some of our competitors because we already had a lot of automation uh, you know which was existing uh, specifically we uh, you know we had a campaign cross channel marketing automation using netcore smartech platform which uh, helped us stay in touch with our prospects through various channels uh and you know did not put us off track completely the other thing that uh, you know we we had to actually change about how we were working was transitioning our call center to a remote working environment so we were not really prepared for it we had been planning for it uh, for a long time and there were a lot of naysayers you know within the organization who would say that how can a call center work from home right it's mm-hmm. it's uh, always going to be a process which has to work from office because you will not get the rigor you will not be able to uh, drive productivity metrics uh, you will not be able to train them effectively however we were able to overcome this we actually created an app uh, which enabled um, uh, all our uh, telecallers with the same functionalities that they actually had on a laptop in office Uh, and we were also able to monitor their uh, activity whether they were sitting idle or they were uh, you know on calls and so on um, and eventually we were able to tie this over the other thing that we um, had to change was that assisting prospects in a buying journey post 8 pm uh, there's there's actually a outbound calling regulation that we can't call prospects post 8 pm right this applies to most businesses in india uh and hence uh, you know we we were actually um, pondering as to how do we solve this because there were uh, a barrage of prospects in significant increase in uh, traffic coming post 8 pm as i just mentioned so what we did was we opened up chat and inbound calling uh, chat for anybody who was actually browsing our products and you know uh, stuck somewhere in the journey wanting to get get to know more information about our products 
and also enabled inbound calling for anybody who wanted to get in touch with the call center. The uh, other thing that we did was we completely shut out our fear-related conversations. Uh, insurance, uh, as you must be aware, historically has been, um, uh, you know, one of the dominant conversations of our uh, sales has been fear-related, right? So what, what happens if you have an accident? What happens if, if you're no longer there uh, to provide for your family? Um, however, you know, considering the the environment that we were in uh, and the sensitivity uh, because of COVID and work from home, we migrated to more contextual uh, and relatable work from home uh, related conversations. Uh, and uh, that's one change that we made. The last challenge that we actually had to deal with was uh, consumer demand while it spiked significantly in the first half of the year. It settled down in the second half of the year because the mind share completely shifted away from insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, we, at that point in time, we actually had to go aggressive on prospecting. While in the first half of the year, we did cut down a lot of discretionary spend on display, on uh, going after new prospects because, you know, like, like all organizations, we were also quite wary about, um, you know, not spending uh, uh, too much and, you know, being... Um, very cautious about the cost of acquisition. But in the second half, we had to completely change our uh, strategy and go aggressive on prospecting. So that's that's the other change that we made. Very interestingly, um, how, you know, you uh, customize the communication really came through, right? Like when you mentioned that we would more uh, talk about fear-related communications, we moved towards the work from home, more relatable subjects. I mean, that's a very interesting shift, uh, you know, for any, uh, it, especially, a you know, somebody calling from a call center, how they could adapt to that conversation. So, I mean, considering like now that we know that there's no physical touch point, um, how important was it to give that one-on-one -on -one personal experience to your MagSafe customer just by the touch points that we just discussed? It's, it's, it's actually, uh, you know, uh, a holy grail for any insurance business to be able to solve uh, a one-on-one -on -one connect experience that an agent has with a uh, prospect in a digital world. We've all been trying to solve this puzzle. There's no easy answer. Uh, uh, and however, we know that insurance will continue to remain uh, a relationship-driven financial need analysis-based sales. And hence, uh, it's it's very it's imperative for us to connect with a prospect one-on-one uh, -on -one if you want to have an effective conversation. The way we've tried to tackle it is uh, hyper-personalization and context carry forward. Uh, this, this has helped us partially, uh, you know, whatever information, first-party data we're about to, you know, we capture about our prospects. Uh, we try and use that in subsequent conversations through SMS, email, remarketing, uh, in our call center scripts. Uh, when the user comes back on our uh, homepage or inner journey, there is there is some bit of footprint that is already left, and uh, you know we try and carry forward all of that context for the user so that you know he doesn't feel that uh, why am I being asked this question again or uh, why can't uh, the company customize their offering basis what I've already expressed right so we we try try we move leaps and bounds in that direction. We're also evaluating possibility of video calls instead of telecalling for high value sales because we truly believe that um, uh, you know the uh, video call will enable better uh, conversation and a connect with the customer. 
um, versus the telecalling are also, you know, obviously the, the kind of people who will be interacting on these calls will also have to be very different. Yeah. For instance, a fresh graduate after out of uh, college, um, you know, let's say a 25 year old graduate out of a college cannot uh, be the right person for having these conversations. And hence we might need more uh, matured uh, telecalling setup uh, and a very different team. We're still evaluating how to solve this. The, the last thing that we've done is we've assigned a dedicated relationship officer uh, to every customer. And uh, what, what this helps uh, in doing is that once they've you know, bought an insurance policy with us, uh, any questions that they have, any apprehensions that they have, any changes that they want to make uh, in in uh, the product that they've bought, uh, they have a go-to person, which sort of helps build that one-on-one connect. Uh, really interesting points there again. One thing that really intrigued me was the introduction of the telecalling and the video, um, you know, uh, the video calls instead of the telecalling. I think that was a very interesting mix of what you're going to be bringing to the table because that's uh, a trend I think that has not yet picked up. So it'll be very um, interesting to see how your customers are responding to that. So, you know, considering all these, uh, what trends and innovations uh, do you foresee that MaxLife would, uh, you know, look to or do you look to in the entire customization space in your industry? There are, there are lots of pilots that are going on, Niharika. Um, you know, the traditional buying journey that we are currently dependent on where a user comes on a website or a mobile site, fills in a lead, um, then creates a quotation, uh, goes on to fill the form and then makes payment uh, is, is our mainstay today. But uh, that may not be uh, you know, the, the future. And hence, we've been trying various pilots. There was one pilot that we tried uh, of uh, you know, lead generation via a bot. Um, uh, we felt that, um, you know, we, we did have a couple of iterations on that, but we felt that we were ahead of time on this and consumers were not yet ready to actually uh, share information with a bot. They were more comfortable sharing uh, personal information on a lead form, uh, which was more like a... Uh, native environment for them than interacting with a bot. Uh, however, we will still, you know, we, we think because we are ahead of time, I think there is uh, another attempt that we will make on this going forward. WhatsApp uh, might come across uh, as one channel where we would heavily invest in capabilities uh, as far as uh, prospecting uh, a new user and also customer servicing. So we're trying to invest in technology which helps us have a dialogue with the user rather than just have one-way communication, which is today the case. Um, apart from that, uh, you know, dynamic emails, uh, depending on time of day, weather, location, is something that we're looking at. Uh, emails integrated with lead forms for better funnel conversion. We've seen uh, some affiliate networks uh, do this with uh, a lot of ease and efficiency, uh, we want to have a go at it. Also, uh, insurance, uh, you know, has continues to be, even online insurance buying continues to be an assisted sales. So every time a user comes into our journey, fills up a form and 
goes forward with the process there is a telecaller who gets in touch with the consumer however we believe that um, uh, you know the real value will be unlocked when we can uh, make the user buy insurance online without any assistance without any physical assistance uh, of of a human being and hence we're trying to use contextual nudges uh, in the buying journey to reduce dependence on our telecaller just like uh, you know you see in um, uh, a lot of new age apps today every time they come with new features or they revamp their uh, user experience they do give us nudges to tell us okay uh, this is where you go to do this uh, the first time you log into that app right uh, that's something that we are exploring going forward that's amazing i think uh, your last couple of points uh, again they caught my attention because now i'm envisioning a situation where a customer would just come to max life and in a few clicks maybe that could be the aim of the future that they're able to uh, you know take up an insurance policy without human intervention how interesting and how automated that would be would be great to see i think on that note um, i want to thank you so much for your time today samir and educating our listeners with such great insights and how they can really customize a truly efficient experience for their customers thank you so much Thanks a lot Narika for the opportunity